Welcome to the second episode of Continuous Improvement. In this episode, we're going to talk about doing what you love to do. Do I think you should do what you love to do? Spoiler alert, yes. Yes, I do. Welcome to Continuous Improvement. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this second episode of Continuous Improvement. Uh, If you're just joining us, I would encourage you to listen to the first episode, but you don't really need to. Basically, this show is about providing short bursts of positive energy for your daily life, ways to hopefully uh, that lets you improve yourself and and make you a more positive, happier person. So as I mentioned in this episode, we're going to talk about doing the things you love to do. And I have a I'm going to talk about a couple things that I love to do, and I would encourage you to think about, obviously, because I can't talk about every possible thing that people like doing, but I would encourage you to think about, while I'm talking about this, the things that you really love to do, and how um, hopefully some of the things I'm saying can apply to your daily life. So I have a saying that I like to tell to people in regards to doing the things you love to do, and that's to do what you love to do as long as it does not negatively affect other people. And that's really important because even if you love doing something, if it's if it's hurting or impacting someone else's life in a negative way, uh, then you might want to reevaluate that thing and see if maybe there's some way that you can alter what you're doing to have less of a negative impact or just maybe just evaluate it and come to the conclusion that it's not worth it if it's if it's affecting other people's lives and um on the flip side i wanted to also talk about judging other people for what they love to do and i see a lot of this in in high school because i'm a high school teacher i see kids and I shouldn't even just say high school because this happens on a daily basis in in my own life with other adults. But people want people have this need, it seems like, to want to judge what other people are doing and how other people like to live their lives, even if it has no effect on on them. Um I know that when I was in when I was in middle school and high school, I liked to play a lot of nerdy games like uh, I liked to play a lot of video games and watch a lot of nerdy shows, but also play Magic the Gathering, the card game. And it was at the I was almost I, I was I was ashamed of it at some point that I really enjoyed doing this. And it's something that I love to do. And it's looking back on it. It's so silly that I I was ashamed of it. And um we're going to talk about that a little bit too, but it was it was to the extent that uh, I would me my friends and I had code name a code name for Magic the Gathering that we would refer to it as so that other people didn't know that we were talking about this this nerd game, um, and luckily it got to the point where that code name we we just used it kind of for fun because it was goofy, but but it, it started out as something that we used to hide the fact that we were doing something that we really loved to do. And again, going back to to present day, Paul, um, I see a lot of this in high school, whether it's kids playing magic. I have kids that play magic and I totally encourage that. Um, And other kids just, just make, want to make fun of them. And, and the thing that I 
like to tell those kids or people that that I see judging others for what they love to do is that if it doesn't affect you, then then why would you want to stop people from doing that? If something doesn't affect you at all, then why do you have the need to to prevent others from doing it, prevent others from doing what they enjoy? So if it doesn't affect you, really think about why does it bother you so much and why does it bother you enough that you would have to make fun of someone for doing it? Um, and that leads to the other question of that I, that I was thinking about while planning this episode out was that do we do we make fun of the things that we don't understand is that is that kind of a natural reaction when we're faced with some um, with something that we don't fully understand because I'm sure when kids are playing magic or when kids are playing Dungeons and Dragons or things like that um, other people don't get it and because they don't get it maybe they feel like they they need to they need to make fun of it uh, and again I don't really know why that is um, I hope that it's not some sort of intrinsic human reaction I don't believe that it is as I, I would rather believe that it's some it's some sort of um, kind of societal pressure that we put on ourselves to always be looking for the coolest thing to do the coolest clothes to wear or the coolest bands to listen to and if someone isn't doing those cool things then we have to make fun of them because they're not doing those cool things um, which is of course ridiculous and silly but if you're kind of indoctrinated in this culture where it's normal and it's encouraged to make fun of the non-cool people or the non-cool things to do, then I mean it comes it comes naturally to us. And and I know I have totally been I'm I am no exception. I've totally been guilty of this many times. And it's something that um now talk this is kind of a going back to the last episode, uh episode number one, talking about continuous improvement and monitoring your daily actions and your daily thoughts this is something that I've been trying to do pretty pretty recently I'm not even gonna say that I've been doing this for a really long time because I haven't I've but but more recently I've been trying to think about whenever I have that urge to make fun of something that someone else enjoys I really stop and I think why why does it matter if this person is is enjoying this thing then why wouldn't I just let them enjoy it? Because it's n it's not going to affect me in the slightest that they enjoy this thing. So let's just let them enjoy it. And um, it came up pretty recently when um, my brother was really into watching The Bachelorette. And, and again, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. So I was poking fun at him for it. Um, but then after a while... I was like, well, if he enjoys doing it, then then who cares? If if it's something that someone enjoys, then really, who cares? It's silly that that there are things that have to be quote unquote cool, and if something's not in that very small list, then we have to poke fun at it. And now going back to the person that is doing being the person that is doing the thing and getting made fun of for doing whatever you love to do whether that's playing some board game or for the types of shows that you listen to or just the things that you like to do with your life um i would encourage you to as much as possible try not to be bothered by by others that 
that don't get it. Try not to be bothered. And this is a monumental task, but um, I think one that if you can conquer this, it will make whatever you're doing so much more enjoyable because I know I still struggle when when <laughs> when people that I hang out with find out that I am into Dungeons and Dragons or magic or Warhammer or something like that or something else that's classically defined as nerdy. I I get this sense of of being embarrassed and ashamed and and I know that I shouldn't and while I'm feeling that I'm like who cares if this person if this person doesn't get it and wants to make fun of me for it then who cares and I know that it's it's not an easy thing to to let yourself feel that way and it's something that I personally am still struggling with and trying to trying to reach that that point where I can just say I don't care if you know that I'm I'm into this. If if you are going to make fun of me for it, then so be it. You're you're the one that's missing out on this incredibly enjoyable game. And um I definitely take a lot of inspiration from some of my some of my students in high school that that do these types of things and legitimately don't care what other people think about them and it's it's pretty it's pretty inspiring. Um and I also use this a kind of a on a different note, I also use this philosophy that if it doesn't affect you, then why let it bother you or why make fun of someone for it? I also use it um, as an intro to combat homophobia because I think especially younger people, when they just they just have been raised in this culture of heteronormativity, they don't get it. And like I was saying before, when you don't get something, you lash out against it. Um, so I try to encourage them to think about to think about my kind of philosophy that is if it doesn't affect you, um, then just let people do what they want to do. And and this is again, this is like a, a very, very sort of intro to um, to homophobia and those issues. But for someone that that really, really doesn't get it at all. I think it's a I personally think it's it is a good starting point to get them to at least acknowledge that that it does not affect their life and that they shouldn't be bothered by what other people enjoy doing or how other people live their lives um, or who other people love in this in this case. So that's something that's a slightly more serious of a topic and definitely goes much much deeper than than what I just said but again I like to use that as a way to kind of breach breach the surface level uh, something that's less less serious uh, that I was also thinking about things that I love doing or other people love doing that constantly gets made fun of is um, the idea so this idea shows up a lot in music and people say oh you listen to that band that band stinks um, and if a person enjoys listening to a particular band or type of music, then they get made fun of. But again, again, going back to this philosophy that if a person enjoys or loves something, just let them do it. If you don't get it, that's fine. And I know it's kind of, at least in, in Connecticut, it's kind of the cool thing to say, oh, you listen to country music. Country music is the worst. It it stinks. It doesn't make any sense. The lyrics are bad and terrible, and it's it's awful music. But if if someone likes listening to it, then who who really cares? And especially with with music, I I feel like music is something that you don't really choose 
not necessarily you don't really choose what kind of music you listen to you can obviously be your musical taste can obviously be shaped by the different bands you listen to but for the most part if you listen to something and you like it then you like it if you listen to something and you don't like it you don't like it there's there is gray area but but it's not something that people really have too much decision over i don't think and uh and because of that, it's silly that we would say, like, you like listening to this music. You like doing something that you really don't have control over whether you like it or not. But it, I'm going to make fun of you anyways. That's it's um, I think it's kind of ridiculous. So if, if someone enjoys listening to a particular band or type of music, just let them do this and um, let them do it. And and of course, I've been guilty of this as well, making fun of people for listening to particular bands or liking a particular type of music. But hopefully as I as I evaluate my thoughts and, and educate myself to these kind of philosophies further, I can just let people do what they want to do um, and just let people live their lives. Yeah, so we're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about a slightly bigger idea still pertaining to doing what you love. So stick around and we'll be right back. Hello, beauties out there. Thank you so much for listening to this show. Um, this is the second episode of Continuous Improvement. You can find more about Continuous Improvement and the other podcasts on the Commentist Network at thecommentist.com. And you can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. I would encourage you to check out some of the other great shows on the Commentist. Um, I personally do two other shows. One's called The Bearded Vegans. That's where my friend Andy and I talk about vegan stuff. And then the other one's called Roll to Hit, where my brother and a bunch of my other friends play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, there's, like I said, there's a ton of other great shows on the network. So please check us out. Again, that's thecommentist.com. All right, let's get back to continuous improvement. Welcome back to continuous improvement. If you are just joining us, then that would be very strange because this is a podcast and that would mean that you would have had to skip halfway through it. So I hope that you didn't do that. But regardless, if you are just joining us, this episode is about doing the things that you love to do. And uh, in the first part of the show, we talked about things like hobbies and music and um, things that you love to do just in your daily life. And and I think it's, it's very important to think about these things or else I wouldn't have uh, made an episode about it. But I also think it's important to think bigger in terms of the things that you love to do. And I think that doing what you love should apply not only to your daily life, but your whole life. Um, and this could be in terms of your career or other dreams or goals that you have. And uh, in terms of careers and jobs, one of my um, one of my high school teachers uh, gave me this piece of advice that that has really I've I've always thought about it. I didn't think it was a very big deal at the time, but it really is something that I think about. Uh, pretty pretty regularly uh, he said that in order for you to be happy with what you do with your life with your career your job it has to be it has to have two things uh, it has to be something that you love to do and it has to be something that helps other people uh, so that was his philosophy about being happy with your job and um, while there are certainly many jobs out there that probably don't really 
help people um, in like a really deep sense, they're, they're still necessary jobs. So people still have to have jobs like that. Um, I'm talking about if, I don't know, maybe if someone is like a, I don't know, the, the CEO of a staple company or something like that. I, I don't know. That's, that's the first thing that came to my head. I don't know why. Um, I mean, we could live our life without staples. It certainly, it certainly would be a less fulfilling life, stapleless life, but it's something that is not really going to help people, um, in a deep sense. And, but you know what, if someone's, if someone's really happy doing that, then, then I say, let them be. But I've always personally tried to find my way by doing those two things, doing something that I love and doing something that helps people. So, you know what, if that's, if that's a piece of advice that you want to take, if that's how you want to help guide yourself, then I would encourage you. Uh, I know it's helped me out. And if it's, if you think that it's bogus, then you know what, just forget about it. And that goes for anything that I say in this, in this podcast. Um, So going back to what we were talking about, um, you really want to apply this philosophy of doing the things that you love to do to your entire life. And, and I would encourage you if you have the means to work towards your dream or your goal goals in life, then what are you waiting for? And if you needed a sign, then this is your sign to get up and start achieving those dreams or start working towards your dreams and goals, because we only have a finite amount of time on this planet. And you really, really, really want to make uh, the best of that time that you have. And in doing so, do the things that you love and help others also to do the things that they love and also to achieve their dreams. And of course, you may not have the means right now to work towards your goals and dreams. Um, you could be barely scraping by working at a minimum wage job or two minimum wage jobs that you really, really hate. But I promise you um, an opportunity will come for you to achieve your dream and do what you really love. And it may seem like you're in a place right now where that is a hopeless possibility, but please do not give up on your dreams. Um, I would I would encourage you and I want you to think about those dreams every single day. Even if, again, even if it seems hopeless right now, think about those dreams every single day. Talk about these dreams with your friends. Make a dream board. Just put up a put up a, a board that has pictures and 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 quotes and images of of the things that you want to do, the things that you want to be, because I believe that visualizing yourself achieving this dream will help you achieve uh, this dream. And, and you'll start to see, I think doing this will help you see opportunities that will help further your, your cause in, in achieving this dream. And I know that, that you will be able to do it. And I have all the faith in the world that you'll be able to do it. And I want you to make this life yours. So thank you. Um, thank you so much for listening to this second episode of continuous improvement. I would encourage you to subscribe so that you can get a weekly, uh, weekly episode in your iTunes, I guess. Um, Please feel free to leave a comment or send me an email. My email is paul.m.steller at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Let me know what I should be changing about the show. Let me know if you want me to talk about something in particular. Let me know if you hated the show. I would just love any feedback at all. So again, thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you have a beautiful day. (laughs) 